control. This is Tech Radio. All things computers, gadgets and web happening right now in Ireland. Hear us anytime on iTunes or download from techcentral.ie. Central. How are you doing? This is Dusty Rhodes and welcome to Tech Radio, the number one Irish tech podcast since 2006 with the latest in tech from around Ireland and across the world. We're on air with RTE and online via your favourite podcasting app on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or TuneIn, wherever you get podcasts. We also keep you up to date daily on all things tech with hourly updates and daily newsletters, which you can grab for free at techcentral.ie. Joining me as always is our editor-in-chief, Niall Kitson. We're both working from home today. Niall's in the kitchen. Give us a sound of the kitchen, Nile. Yeah, can, can you hear this? Can you hear oh, this wonderful be- echo? Beautiful, beautiful reverberations there going on. Uh, but yeah. listen, but this is why, this is why we are the number one tech uh, podcast in the country, because regardless of what life throws at us, we're still here. We are still here. We've been here since 2006, Dusty. I actually, because because there's a lot less to do these days, mm-hmm. I decided to count not necessarily grains of of, of rice in the uh, in in the jar, but I decided to count how many podcasts we've done Ooh, over goodness. the years. Okay. Right. This is our 813th podcast. No. Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. God, you think I'd learn how to use a microphone at this stage? <laughs> <laughs> Not to sit in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, it's been a long time. It has been a long time, but a good time. A good time. Uh, so listen, time. here we are. Coronavirus. Uh, we're all on lockdown. Yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. Um, most of the tech stories is all to do with coronavirus, so we're not going there. There's not really much happening other than that. Um, so we just thought we'd have a chat this week. I literally have coffee in hand um, and you're in the kitchen, so you've got endless amounts of coffee if you need them. Correct. Um, just about how we're getting on. So um, yeah. but, uh, your first tip I thought was really interesting and it was to do with social media. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are, are, are we going a little bit back in time to last week and what we thought was going to happen and seeing how it plays out this week? <laughs> no, uh, I, I, basically, we were just talking about getting the heck off social media. Yes. And you know what? It has done my mental health the world of good to get off social media. Why do you say that? I mean, were you, it, were you a big social media person before this? Or are you like a lot of people? Because I've seen an explosion in use of social media. People who never mm. commented before all of a sudden. Ah! Yeah, I have been weaning myself off social media for quite a while now. And you know, I was I was at the necessary evil stage because there are some people whose opinions and the sort of information they spread are quite valuable and interesting to me. And that's that's OK. But it's just at the stage where so many people are just shouting and people with no particular insight or specialist knowledge or anything like that. Uh, and there's no value to it whatsoever. All it does is get me annoyed. And that's no that's no good. So, yeah, I have weaned myself off social media more or less successfully. I've posted maybe once or twice on Facebook Um I mean, unless you count WhatsApp as social media, in which case I'm a daily user, mm-hmm. but I, re- I regard that as something else. So, um, yep, yeah, stay off social media. It'll, it, it, your life will be better for it. 
I think it definitely would. I find myself being sucked into Facebook, and I hate Facebook. Um, but I find I'm just, you know, scrolling down, scrolling down, just to see what people are saying and what people are talking about. That's what I use it for. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I let it seep into my system. Yeah. Um, because I'm just, I've, I've had years of experience of ignoring people. <laughs> so it washes off me um, so yeah. it's not affecting me in, in that way but the amount of things that people are talking about uh, and the amount of misinformation that's out there and mm. confusion and what we can do and what we're not allowed to do and da da and all that kind of stuff is, uh, is, is staggering but that's their problem um, I also think uh, social media can be quite good for the, uh, the humour side of things and some very funny things going around uh, yes, they, uh, I, I have witnessed some particularly funny uh, gifs and short clips mm. going going around that have been presented to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, my, my favourite is is the guy who just has his, his phone pointing at the the kitchen desktop, and he's just saying, "You know, I was out at the shops and, and and I couldn't get anything and blah 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 blah." And like he's all you can see is like there's bread and there's toilet roll and there's soap mm. and everything like that. And he says, "But people have been amazingly kind." I just went up to them and I I said, "Can you help me out? I need blah 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 blah." And he says, "Some people just gave me stuff." And then he starts pointing at each of the items on the kitchen table but he's pointing at them using a gun (laughs) (laughs) that's good good. so I thought that that was quite there's there's a lot of that kind of stuff the other thing that I find uh, that people are going bananas on at the moment is Zoom Yes. Yeah. And uh, there's actually a Zoom clip that came to mind there uh, when you were speaking. It was, I don't know if you've seen this one, but it's a college lecture in America. Okay. And there is a class and there's probably about a dozen people. And in one of the the windows, you can see somebody is moving about Hmm. and it's a girl and she's bringing her phone into the bathroom. And she obviously doesn't realize the angle at which the camera is pointing to her because she can hear and see the lecturer, but everyone else <laughs> can can see this young lady making use of the toilet. <laughs> oh, 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 ma, oh, how mortally embarrassing. Yeah, mortal, as they say, yeah. <laughs> but everybody was on it. Uh, who was it? Um, uh, Bette Midler. Right. Uh, was on it as well, saying that uh, she was having, a, a, I think, a drinky session with people. I was loving to catch up with her friends, uh, even though they were wearing their pyjamas. Uh, for those mm-hmm. of them who, or what was it they said? Uh, it's an excuse to put on some lipstick and, and, and for some people, clothes. <laughs> so kind of a, a comment about it. But everybody seems to be doing Zoom. Um, uh, yeah, I, it I think, has found its yeah. niche. Do you know, I, I think we did the other night, and we only did on WhatsApp, just using a, an audio call, was we had a, a little quiz with all the members of our family oh that's a great idea now here's what my brother did and you can steal this because i thought this was genius mm-hmm. one of the rounds was about the family <laughs> Ooh, wow. and it's like questions like you know kind of you know 20 years ago when such and such met first uh, where do they meet or um in what year did such and such first go to australia or blah blah do you know that kind of way oh that is so damaging um, that's terrible what was one of the questions uh, my mum yeah how many brothers oh hang on my mum's mother so my grandmother uh, yeah. was uh, a child of how many how many oh, children boy. in her family and I was like whoa that kind of got us all and we were all flabbergasted 11 mm. kids in her family it was like what wow it was a different country then <laughs> oh no completely different country so that was that was fun and I have to you know kind of kudos to my uh, brother Will for uh, uh, for sorting that one out uh, what else are people up to um 
I hear a lot of people talking about online courses. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm doing one myself at the moment. Ah, uh, what are you up to? I'm, I'm actually doing a course in user experience because, um, you know, it's directly relevant to my work. Mm-hmm. And why not? And is um, this something you only started, like, knowing that lockdown was coming? Um, there was a small measure of forward planning, but this is I'm treating this as a good opportunity to really get stuck in. Mm. Uh, and it's definitely definitely working out for me that way. What about you? Are you are you learning a new skill? Uh, I'm just I'm catching up on just tons of things. Um, and I'm catching up on tons of things, but not putting myself under pressure to get them. I'm kind of taking mm-hmm. it a nice relaxed pace. Um, and also I found that I'm, uh, I'm cooking more. And I, I usually oh. cook, so I'm happy. I, I find it very relaxing. But I'm starting to do new things. I'm going to try yeah. this out tonight. Do you know that kind of a way? Like, you know, yeah. because it got yeah. a little bit of a, a pressure off. But online courses, there's two. There's actually one that I'm definitely going to do because it's free. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's Alison.com, which we've spoken about uh, over the years. Which has um, a massive, a massive catalogue of courses. A massive uh, back catalogue there. But Alison.com, you can try it for free. It's ad supported. So you just have to give the, you know, set up your account with your email address and stuff like that. And then if the ads are getting to you, uh, you can pay, I think it's uh, like eight quid a month or something like that. And you have access to everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's uh, that's unreal. Or oh, the other one that I'm thinking of, it's more expensive, is uh, masterclass.com. Oh, I've seen some of their ads. They're very slick. They are very slick. Now, we have experience of this in the family in that uh, for Christmas, I bought my wife um, a masterclass with one of the authors who was mm. doing stuff on online. And there's a few of them now, Dan Brown and David Baldacci and David uh, James Patterson and stuff like that. Um, but what I like about Masterclass is the quality of the people. I mean, the quality mm. of the people and the quality of the production of putting it all together in the class and the course and everything like that. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't know if you can pay for it per month or if do you have to do it per year because the price that they have up is like 16 euro for the month and like i would i absolutely pay it for a month and mm. just dip in and do do a couple of things but if it's for the year that means it's going to cost the guts of 200 quid i think we're going to say or we are seeing an awful lot of flexibility and experimentation with price plans at the moment because everyone is looking for something to do mm. and whether you start seeing monthly plans being split out or you know new month new free monthly trials or that sort of thing uh, there's going to be an awful lot of flexibility in pricing uh, around us and then there's also the fact that uh, I, well you know kind of everybody's suffering at, at some stage financially at the moment because uh, the economy has, has virtually ground to a halt it is it is on pause Everything yeah it's on literally pause. on pause you know no money coming in no money going out so you know yeah. um, and I don't know if that's going to affect uh, people and pricing and stuff like that but I was kind of thinking 200 quid for the year that's a that's a bit expensive but then i'm also thinking i've got this plus minus <laughs> reasons to do things reasons not to do things whatever oh, argument okay. going do, on in do my you head have like a chart made out uh, it's not a chart no not that sad um but i'm just kind of thinking like you know the quality of the course is very good the way it's filmed it's very good and the quality of people is very good mm-hmm. um and i did pay a couple of hundred quid for a single book only once in my life couple of hundred quid for a book yeah well exactly but that book was in particular about a very major project uh, that i was working on at the time that grew into a business for me right and that book 
saved me thousands and thousands of euro in mistakes. Ah, uh, well, there's a, there's a definite plus minus then. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, you know, yeah. you kind of look at it and you go, well, hang on a minute. Uh, and, and ever since then, I've been kind of thinking, I'm not going to spend 200 quid on a book. Are you crazy? But then you kind of think to yourself, well, if I could sit down with Chris Hadfield, the astronaut, I think we interviewed him at some stage, and, and, and I had a chat with him for an hour about space exploration, I would happily pay him 200 quid just for that hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like, well, if I'm going to pay him 200 quid just for the hour to chat to him, why don't I pay 200 quid and I get a, you know, a 20 hour video course with him? And then I can also do the other thing that I might do is a uh, pen and teller because I, I do like a bit of magic and I haven't oh, done it in a long time. I saw them live once. Ah, how were they live? Where? Where? In uh, in Vegas, they had a residency in uh, in what was called the Penn and Teller Theatre. I and don't the, know if, if they're still there now, but they uh, are still very much there. How was it? Uh, it was great. It was an hour show. It was very efficient. Uh, you went and Penn was playing uh, bass with a piano player, but he had his hair down over his face, so you couldn't mm-hmm. really see it was him mm-hmm. uh, then they would come on stage they would do uh, do their shtick for an hour and then afterwards they hang around outside and you know do pictures and autographs and that sort of thing with people whoa really yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, they, they, now they do do a TV show um, uh, Penn and Teller Foolis uh, which is based in the Penn and Teller Theatre in Las Vegas and it looks ah. it looks quite big as in maybe a, a, a Borgash Theatre size oh, venue oh no, not, no, it's it's sugar club size. At least it was when I was there. It's, oh, really? Yeah, I mean they're doing like seven nights a week. That's a lot. It's sugar That's club a size. Mm, now the sugar yeah. club holds what? Maybe two hundred people. Thereabouts, yeah. So it's it's good filming <laughs> if, if it's made look that big. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, definitely, without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, Unless they just found a new theatre and slapped Penn and Teller theatre on it. Maybe. It's a while since I saw them. Yeah, but, uh, well, they're still doing it anyway. And uh, yeah, that's great that they come out afterwards and yeah, have a chat. Now, I, God, I'd, do you know, if I was Penn and Teller, I'd hate that. Hey, they they got to look after their peeps. Yeah, they do. But can you imagine if every day you left the office and then you load people uh, standing there with their laptops and their iPads going, yeah, man, I just read your article today. It was amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, bear in mind, Penn and Teller started off as basically street magicians. Hmm. So, you know, they're, they're used to doing shtick to sort of bringing people in and not quite making fun of them, but bringing them into the act. You know, they, you become a, a, a people person. Ah, I suppose. Maybe so. Maybe so. Um, so, yeah, online uh, learning. Masterclass.com. I'm not too sure. Of, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to dip my toe in the water with Allison.com mm-hmm. um, because it's free. And having a look at some of the courses there, they're kind of like, you know, uh, two to three hours. There's a couple of their 10 hours. I'm sure there's more that are longer than that, depending on how serious you want to get. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll try it out and uh, and if that works then maybe I'll do a master class or maybe master class what an ideal birthday present mm. there's also uh, lynda.com and thegreatcourses.com uh, if you'd also like to have a look uh, and Can Academy as well I, there's so many of them out there um, and they're they're so general there's bound to be something to uh, to keep you amused that's the one now the uh, the other thing which I haven't signed up for yet and I'm amazed at myself because uh, it happened only in the last couple of days but it's here finally Disney Plus I know Disney. that you are just excited and ready to go with this now do you know what I read the um, uh, catalogue for Disney Plus and if you have kids this is this is brilliant this is 
park your children in front of the TV for the next month. Your parenting is done. Yeah, well, I think that's what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's a I think that's, I think that's the plan anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I, it wasn't the uh, launch date brought forward. It was brought forward like a month. Clearly, they saw what the writing was on the wall with with uh, COVID nineteen. So they just went, "Okay, if you want to outsource your parenting to us for for a while, you know, here you go." And uh, your your twenty seven ninety nine or your what is it seven ninety nine a month? Uh, Six ninety nine. Six ninety nine will be well well spent, uh, and I heartily agree. Uh, like going through uh, what's there, all the animated classics are there, all the recent films. Are there. It's everything that's in the Disney catalog, which means you've got the Marvel films, and you've got the um, Star Wars stuff as well, uh, including the Mandalorian, which um, to my shame I've yet to get into. Uh, so yeah, I, I think it's it's a perfect idea to, to yeah. get in on that action. Well, um, I think the Mandalorian is the one that I want to see. Yes. Because yeah. I've heard a lot of really good things about it. Oh, actually, and I did say to you, didn't I, about uh, Apple Plus when I tried that out uh, when they started with The Morning Show? With yeah, Jennifer, yeah. And I said that was an excellent series and watched it all and then uh, unsubscribed. Um, really? So, yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. There's nothing else on Apple. Like, literally, right. there's, there's very little on it. You, very, you, very little. You weren't tempted by amazing stories? No. No. Or the thing with Jason Momoa in it where everybody's no. blind? Oh, my God, that looks awful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, this is it. Like, I mean, this is the problem I have with all the on-demand shows, be it Disney Plus or Netflix or Apple TV. They're all vastly over-budgeted. They, they just throw the best of everything at these terrible ideas and they create this sort of false sense of must-watch TV. You know, you go, wow, Jason Momoa is in this. I, I liked him from Aquaman. I, I thought it was, you know, pretty good or, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they put him into this terrible show because the price was right for him to, to go into it, you know. I find the quality control on all the on-demand services is terrible. Absolutely terrible. Ooh, I mean, all these things are dressed up as prestige TV, but they're not. They're they're just junk with a better budget. Wow. <laughs> somebody, That's just how so, I feel, Dusty. Somebody needs a cup of positivity. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh God. Um. Uh, I uh, actually no. I actually I I do agree with you. Uh, I think anybody who has Netflix will definitely agree with you. Because mm. uh, I was on Netflix last night and I watched the there's a new movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Uh, the oh, something. Spencer. Yes. Was that any good? Oh God, it was awful. Yeah. Uh, it, it it was your standard. Guy goes to prison for something that he didn't deserve to go to prison for. He came out. He wants to do the right thing. Yada, yada. Goodies, baddies, uh, whatever. You've seen it a hundred times before. It was it was all right. I fell asleep is, halfway through it. And I didn't miss anything. This, um, is, this is the miracle of data-driven content. Well, here you go. And then the other thing uh, I said, what I wanted to do was, I like sitting down and watching a good old-fashioned science fiction movie. Do you know what I mean? Mm, and particularly yes. along the lines of, you know, Star Trek or Alien or Star Wars or that, uh, that kind of stuff, right? As we talked about in recent times. Do you think I can find anything on Netflix to fit that? Even uh, stuff I've true. seen before. There is nothing on Netflix yeah, like that. Yeah, their, their horror and science fiction categories are criminally oh, underpopulated. Oh my God. And what's even worse is they bunch in uh, science fiction with uh, the, the Batman and the like. Oh, I'm like, yeah, yeah oh, no, lads, uh, that Batman is completely different. <laughs> yeah, they should, Spider-Man, they should just Superman versus movies. 
Spider Woman or whatever the bloody hell. No, so. <laughs> uh, so, no, but uh, I think it's interesting, though, and I will say this against your argument about of all of these services. It's like if you had a choice with your TV at the moment and you could pay for RTE or TV3 or BBC or you might buy the ITV package or whatever and you were only paying about a fiver a month, mm. you would probably buy maybe 10 of them that you would watch regularly and that would be uh, your 50 quid a month which is probably what you're paying for your TV at the moment uh, well as a cord cutter I am not spending of course. anything I, 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 the, the minute I said it I said this is trouble I, <laughs> he's going to go for, serve you dude <laughs> yeah I pay for my TV license and <laughs> do you know what I don't even use an antenna I just stream from the RTE app well, why not? If you can, why not? But listen, stick a yeah. co-hanger, literally stick a co-hanger in the back of the telly. Uh, mm. Because if you're in Dublin City, uh, the, the transmitter is not that far away up in the mountain. It should work. Or get a little rabbit ears or whatever. Like, you know, they're not they're not expensive. Um, but back to uh, Disney Plus. Yes, Mandalorian is definitely one that I'm going to sign up for. And I'm going to watch that on Disney Plus, And then I'm going to kill it after uh, a month. But I have a horrible, horrible feeling that mm. Disney are doing the same as what Apple do. And this is what I don't like is that they don't dump the entire box set online in one go uh oh i don't know i'd say they might say they do no I, i had read that the mandalorian has got the first two episodes online now and then one every week after that which is which is not the way they did it in australia yeah, in Australia, I, when we were down there at, uh, at, at Christmas, my uh, nephew was managed. He said, I watched the entire series. It was brilliant. Yeah. And I know a lot of people that have. Yeah. Just watch the whole thing. Well, then, OK, Grant, I, I could be wrong. And Avatar is the other movie that I want to see. I haven't seen that in years. Oh, come on. Really? Mm. Avatar? Yeah. You oh, t- are you telling me that, that, that um, uh, I've slipped in your estimation? Uh, look, look, look at it this way. I, I actually came across uh, an article or a video about Avatar a couple of months ago. Mm. And, you know, for what, what is it? Is it still the highest grossing film ever? Possibly. So, there or thereabouts. I mean, it did rake in a billion dollars, right? Mm. Um, for something that was so, so popular, that was so cutting edge at the time, it has had zero cultural impact. I mean, how many people do you know are excited about the Avatar sequels that are coming up? No, none. Uh, how many do none. you know? How many people do you know who've completely forgotten that Avatar was ever a movie? Oh, do you know what? Yeah, I, I'm sure. I mean, it's a very <laughs> and I think that was movie. I think that was me because it's kind of like it popped up on the Disney Plus website and I went, "Oh my god, I remember that! I'd watch that again." I haven't heard yeah. of it since. Yeah, yeah. So you're right, actually. That, uh, that, that, but nevertheless, it was a good movie. Enjoyed it at the time. Maybe I'll watch it again. Um, the other thing, because uh, keep this in time still, uh, gaming. Now, this is definitely your area of the world. Well, I mean, I've, I've got a little bit of time to try and gain or regain some hours that uh, I'd missed in, in recent years. So I've, mm-hmm. I'm playing catch up uh, with the uh, Bioshock franchise. Uh, which I know, to my shame, I have not finished, uh, but it is absolutely fantastic. Just the the visualization and, and world building is um, it's something to behold, and mm-hmm. even the political subtext of the the Ayn Rand uh, libertarianism 
going on, uh, driving the plot is absolutely uh, it's it's fantastic. It's the sort of thing that really pulls you into a game. Uh, also on my to do list, sitting sitting right beside the TV as we speak, is a, a game that is about to be adapted uh, by HBO. It's a zombie apocalypse game or survival horror game, uh, if you will, called uh, The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to getting stuck into it. It's it's just it has a wonderful aesthetic to it. I mean, for for a game to work for me, it has to look like some. It has to look like something. <laughs> it mm-hmm. has to have really strong production design, which I find that an awful lot of games don't have. They mm. they look like they look quite generic. Whereas the likes of Bioshock or The Last of Us or you know even a Halo or something like that or Gears of War. Another fantastic example. You see a screen from them and it's instantly recognisable which game you're looking at. And um, I think uh, The Last of Us probably has that kind of nice little gritty aesthetic as well that, I, that I'm looking forward to getting stuck into. But uh, yeah, definitely Bioshock anyway. I'm, I'm enjoying the heck out of that at the moment. If, uh, it, oh. if I was a gamer, I would uh, tend to spend hours and hours and hours properly stuck into the game. Do you do that? Are you doing that? I haven't been able to do that at the moment because, believe it or not, I'm probably working harder at my kitchen table than I have been in the office. Yeah, I believe that. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because working from home is terrific. All right. And the fact that you can't do it, but it's not as fast as working in work. It's it's a different experience. Mm. I mean, yourself, myself, we're used to doing it, but yeah. nobody. I don't. I, well, you're used to doing it for a protracted period of time. I'm not. Mm. Uh, I could do it, you know, a couple of days a month. Uh, very rarely two days in a row. Uh, I would feel like I'm missing out on something. So, you know, this is week two of sitting at the kitchen table working as as normal and Mm. that's becoming a very surreal experience really even though we have all the communication tools we're talking back and forth with the office Mm. like you know nobody is uh in the wilderness shall we say all right uh, you just you don't get that face time with somebody uh and that's that's definitely something so i guess there's there's possibility for maybe doing zoom meetings or or something like that uh before the the the, the crazy really starts setting in but uh, yeah I find that my productivity is still still better than uh, in the office uh, even though the environment is much quieter yeah, good 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 and listen uh, to wrap up uh, let's play the little game of how long do you think this is going to continue oh goodness um, okay uh, depends who you listen to um, if you listen to the WHO and our government, uh-huh. uh, it lasts for as long as it lasts, uh-huh. and we just have to get used to it. Uh-huh. Um, if you're in America, <laughs> uh, two weeks, <laughs> two, three weeks tops. <laughs> what do you think it'll last? Uh, I honestly don't know. I've, I've heard talk of July. Um, wow! I, I, I think that's maybe it. I think that's outside. But look, uh, I don't want to say anything because I honestly don't know. And no, that's well, probably that's the most sane thing anyone can say about it at the moment. Well, there you go. Uh, well, I honestly don't know. And I have no inside track or information. But I do like to hazard a guess. Okay, <laughs> right. I reckon, uh, I reckon it's going to be May sometime. Mid-May. Is, is, is that when, you know, your threshold would show? <laughs> no, I'm just... just, I'm just no, actually, you know, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at... Because this week we saw uh, in the news that China is starting to get back to normal. And they started uh, imposing lockdown and stuff like that mid-January. Mm. So that was like two months, okay? So this is kind of... Uh, let's call it mid-March for the sake of, April, for the sake of argument, right? Mid-April, mm-hmm. mid-May. 
Yeah. Okay. That's now, what I'm. That's what going on. It, I, it could be quicker because you know we knew a lot more about this darn COVID nineteen or C nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, and maybe we have reacted quicker than um, yeah. than if it was a, a brand new thing for us. I don't know. But anyway, mid-May, that's my guess. Yeah, well, uh, apparently by international standards, our reaction has been excellent. And we're basing it off science and expertise, which is very good mm-hmm. to hear. It's very mm-hmm. positive. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, if and when it's done here, it'll be done in accordance with best practice. And that's quite heartening. Yeah. Um, and the fact that there's no political squabbling over it, I think, is is great as well. That granted, there there are things going on in the background about forming government, but in terms of actually tackling the crisis, it's not a football, uh, which is great as well. So I think you know, let's just be good to each other um, and help each other through the next few weeks or months. And precisely, precisely. We'll precisely. manage it. We'll manage. Exactly, exactly. All right. Well, listen, Niall. Uh, good talking to you. Stay safe. Uh, wash your hands. That is it for our. Our show for this week. Remember, you can get the lowdown on all things tech in Ireland uh, with hourly updates, daily newsletters, and more at the website techcentral.ie. Though I have a feeling we're going to lay off the hourly updates uh, a little bit and just stick with the uh, newsletters. Uh, you can also listen to us each week online or Fridays on DAB Digital Radio with RTE Radio Next. Until next time, uh, from myself, Dusty Rhodes, and from Niall Kitson, thanks so much for listening and have a great weekend. Get Tech Radio. Subscribe for free with iTunes or download on demand at techcentral.ie. Tech Radio is produced by digitalaudioproductions.com. Tech Central.